Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see Just how beautiful life can be When you soften your heart You can finally start To live your Hello, Truthiest Life Familia. Welcome back. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about medication for mental health, things like antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications. And I want to share my personal experience, both in the past and the current, which are very different. And also really discuss this topic on a much more general level because I've learned so much in the past 10 years of going through different experiences and specifically since giving birth and pregnancy, I've learned a lot about how we can use our voices in medical settings when speaking to doctors in ways I definitely didn't do before. I feel like for a long time, I kind of just handed the power over to the medical professional and silenced any sort of doubts or questions that I may have had because I just thought that, you know, they're the expert, which they are. But in doing so, I think a lot of times we abandon ourselves. And I think a beautiful way to have a relationship to medicine and doctors is to have one where we both contribute, where we ask questions in a safe, non-judgmental environment, and we receive answers in a way that are supportive and guiding rather than telling us exactly what to do. That's something I've become really passionate about in the past year and a half or so. I also want to get you up to speed on my own personal postpartum mental health journey. I want to be really candid about this part because the more I seem to talk about it, the more I realize how many people are suffering in silence and how they feel really alone. And I hope to share that these feelings are definitely universal, that the feelings persist far longer than the world kind of allows to. We're kind of supposed to just tuck away the difficult parts after three months, six months, you know, get back to normal. And I also want to share that there can be help. So if you are out there suffering or you know somebody who's suffering, I want to let you know that there are resources that can meet you where you're at. 
there's definitely still a lot of stigma around mental health and medication. And there's a lot that people don't understand. And I think they view medication in this way that it's kind of like a crutch when in reality, it's more like a life raft. And, you know, when you really understand the chemicals in your brain, how they're supposed to fire, how they're supposed to have certain um, neurotransmitters at all times, and when you realize that your levels are low, uh, you realize that you're not to blame. And in doing so, you can take the best care of yourself. So I think that medication can be a really critical part of self-care, but I think I bring a really unique lens to the conversation around mental health and medication because there's usually people that are all the way on the far left that are saying, you know, no, don't, you don't need medication. Just meditate, do yoga, eat fruits and vegetables, take the supplement. And then there are the other people that are like, just take the medication if anything feels painful or uncomfortable for you. And I think I'm somewhere in the middle there to say, yes, medication is amazing. It's life saving. It has been for me in the past, but I also think that it should be taken with caution and you should really assess where you're at, work with a professional, ask a lot of questions and combine that with more natural approaches to taking care of your mental health. However, big caveat here, a lot of times when we are going through something really difficult, we need that medication to help us then cultivate the tools like yoga meditation and eating right to kind of build back up what needs to be in place. That was certainly the situation for me in the past. But one thing that I've really realized here is that medication is not just a Band-Aid that we take and then it solves all of our problems. And my most recent bout of taking medication, I really learned a lot and it's opened my eyes a lot where I want to talk about this in this episode so that you can kind of not make the same quote unquote mistakes that I made, but go into perhaps considering medication with the understanding that you still need to pay attention to what's going on in your body after taking the medication as sometimes medications can cause new problems. As a little note, I will never mention or share which medications I take or how much, and I probably won't give another update on this topic. I've already shared on Instagram that I did go back on medication because so many people knew that I was struggling and I felt like it was only fair to really have that discussion, especially after a few years back announcing that I had gotten off medication. But I want to be really candid here again, because I want people to know that they're not alone, that there can be a solution out there. And I, again, want them to feel empowered when talking to their doctors in this arena where they otherwise might feel a little bit powerless or not know where they stand in the conversation. So for a little bit of backstory, for whatever reason, I really thought that after giving birth, I would, you know, really go through the hard sleep deprivation, finding my bearings part for about three months. I don't know where that number kind of came to mind, but for whatever reason, I thought I'd be able to really get back to work. I'd have systems in place. My hormones would be leveling out and, you know, I'd be quote unquote back to normal. My body, my mind was definitely like, okay, not so fast there. There is no going back. I'm six plus months out now, and I'm definitely still going through it deeply emotionally. Uh, I think a lot of people or myself at least thinks that pregnancy is nine months and then you go back. But the truth is nothing ever goes back. The second you learn that you're pregnant, your body is put forth on a brand new journey where you never, ever go back. And I think it's really hard in this modern world in our society that views it as going back to normal after a few months of having the baby. But anyone who's ever given birth knows that 
There is no going back to normal. I think your chemistry as a parent really changes and you are different. You are going to change. You are going to be a little bit edgier. You are going to be a little bit softer. And all these things are really there to protect us, actually. I know that initially after giving birth, I felt completely raw and anxious and sad for no reason. And I also felt really on edge for a long time. And in really getting to understand our bodies and why they do the things they do, there's always a reason for the things our bodies do, right? I've come to realize that we, you know, are living in this modern world, but we're doing a very primal thing. And in order to protect our babies, you know, and who possibly could have been in danger if we didn't live in such sheltered homes and, you know, areas, if we lived out in the wild, we would have to be on high alert. And I think therefore by having anxiety, by, by kind of having our feelers out at all time, by feeling really raw, we're kind of on that prowl, ready to pounce and kind of protect our babies at all costs. So I think understanding our biology is really, really important because then we can also stop judging ourselves for feeling a certain way or for being a certain way. And the more we talk about this stuff, the more we know, okay, this is actually normal. I'm not crazy. And we can really take the best care of ourselves rather than judge ourselves for having certain emotions. So to, for a little background on my own history of mental health therapy and medication, I've been in therapy my whole life in different ways. And along the way, I have also taken anti-anxiety and antidepressant medications that really helped me. Although my anxiety and depression never involved feelings like suicide, I will say that these medications saved my life because while I was on them, it really gave me a chance to get it together. And by that, I mean by allowing my brain to start producing the chemicals and function the way I'm supposed to function, I used that time to develop new skills, to create an environment for myself where I could flourish, where I had could create boundaries with people, where I could develop even self-respect. I could really start to take inventory over my inner self-talk and my inner critic. And kind of having things at baseline allowed me to really do incredible, incredible, incredible work for my nervous system. I feel like I was able to rewire my nervous system with the help of these medications. However, time went on and on and I felt like I no longer needed them. What started as a life raft getting me to safety kind of felt more like a crutch in this specific situation that I was in. That is not a blanket statement to say that medication is a crutch, but rather I felt like I had really acquired the tools. I had gotten myself to safe land in a good place in my life where I felt like, okay, let's see what this is like. Let's see what my brain can really do on its own now that I have these new tools. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Once I went off those medications, I was proud because I got to really see all the work that I had put in over the last five, six, seven years. It was so cool, especially because I had really built up the amount of medications that I was on. I'm going to get into it in a minute, but I didn't realize it. different medications can cause different side effects and we can continue down the rabbit hole of fixing those side effects with new medications. And before you know it, you're on a lot of medications. So in my mid twenties, I was on a lot of medications that I was very dependent on and It felt really good to layer by layer, take one of those off and equip myself with new tools. So I was really proud of myself to look back and see how much I grew while being assisted on medication. But I do not see taking medication for mental health or not taking medication for mental health as the victory. The victory for me when it comes to using medication for my mental health is to just be really honest with myself and really provide myself with what I need and recognize that those needs change. So when I went off that medication the last time, yes, I was proud of myself, but it wasn't, you know, walking away from them and saying, okay, you know, if I ever go back on, that means that I failed. I really, really, really broke down any ideas in my mind that that would mean that. And instead really recognize that life changes. We go through different life cycles and experiences, many of which we can't predict and others that we simply don't know what it's like. We don't know what it's like to get older, to experience loss, to have different hormonal changes. And therefore, I just promised to meet myself where I was at no matter what. As I mentioned with birth and immediately after, I felt the mental health effects immediately. Um, However, things definitely got more emotionally complex for me when I ran into issues with breastfeeding and nursing and changed to exclusively pumping. Not going to go into that in this episode, but exclusively pumping is so much more challenging than I ever imagined. And for all the moms that do it, I give you so much credit. And for anybody who's not familiar, exclusively pumping is not just pumping a few times a day. It's pumping six plus times a day. You have to unrobe, strap yourself to a piece of machinery. You can't pick up your baby or get anything done. It takes 30 minutes. So many hours of your day are going towards pumping and it just literally sucks the life out of you. 
And for me, I felt like I couldn't be present for my baby. I was so exhausted staying up late because you can't go too long without pumping or your milk supply starts to dip and then waking up really early because that's the most important time to get your milk. And I just really started to feel myself sinking. Again, not going to go into that, but for anybody who's like, well, why didn't you just quit? For me, I love nursing. It was the best thing for my mental health. And I was really uh, focused on hopefully getting back there and figuring out what our issues were. But when I realized that that wasn't going to be the case, that's the day that I gave up exclusively pumping. So whatever, my perspective on life and reality was really skewed and I could kind of recognize that. I was aware that I was not taking in information properly and therefore the lens that I was seeing the world through was blurry. There wasn't clarity and that felt really scary to know that I'm not taking in reality properly as somebody who's really self-aware. I really struggled with that because I could tell that something was off. My relationship with my husband was deteriorating quickly and I had a lot of resentment for everything going on and I just felt really alone and it felt dark. It really felt dark. And at that point, I knew that it was time to get back into regular therapy. So I went back to my old therapist who I used to see when I lived in New York City, who does a type of therapy called AEDP. It stands for Accelerated Experiential Dynamic Psychotherapy. It's really hard to explain. And even when I go on their website, I feel like you can't take away what it is until you experience it. But I will say that my favorite parts of working with this therapist are number one is that she requires that I meet with her weekly as opposed to whenever I want. That has been huge, both in this season of my life and when I first started to work with her. And my second favorite part is that it incorporates body-focused practices. So my therapist is often using my personal body language to better understand and listen to me and bring me back home to what's going on. So sometimes our bodies communicate when we're anxious or when we're experiencing an emotion and our minds don't really realize. But when she notices me doing that, she'll call attention to the fact that, I don't know, let's say my leg is kind of shaking. She'll say, your leg is shaking. And then I'm brought back to that point that I was otherwise just kind of talking over and I'm able to understand, okay, my body's actually giving me a cue that something's going on. And from there, we dig a little bit deeper and I have just seen huge, huge, huge rewards with this type of of uh, therapy. I think I really credit who I've become because of this therapist and our work together. So it's called AEDP for anyone who's interested. And you can go on the AEDP website and look for a practitioner in your area. It's definitely lesser known, so harder to find. But if anyone is interested, that is what it's about. So I committed in January and every Tuesday from there on out, I have been seeing her over Zoom and it has been incredibly helpful to have that place to flesh it all out, to have time to really talk about what's going on. You all know I speak about emotional sifting a lot, which means unpacking the layers of our emotions to figure out what's below all of which we can't usually figure out. A lot of times we know that we're sad or we're anxious or we're depressed, but we don't know why. And that's because there's so many layers by the time we're feeling that emotion that we can label that we don't know what's underneath it one by one. And normally, uh, pre-baby, I should say, you know, emotional sifting was my jam. I meditate every morning and unpack layer by layer and walk away 15 minutes later, really knowing what's going on and how I can solve it or care for myself that day. But 
given that I was sleepless, exhausted, there were so many problems that had piled on top of each other because I haven't been doing my emotional laundry. I didn't know where to begin and I needed the professional help to kind of help me sift through it piece by piece. So I did start to see her and things were starting to lift immediately. And within a few weeks of working with her, I admit things were getting much better, but I still also knew that the chemistry in my body still didn't feel right and that I needed and was ready for the extra support. So it was my call to bring up medication with her. And I, I think that it's worth it for a moment here discussing my relationship to medicine in general. And again, I want to be super clear here that I'm not saying take the natural approach. If you are depressed, 100% go for the medication. If you and your doctor do feel that it's right. But I also after having an unmedicated birth and going through the pregnancy experience, I do think about my body in a very different way. And I believe that our sensations send us information and I don't just take medication blindly because something hurts. And I think that's kind of the difference here and why I'm bringing this podcast to light. Being married to a doctor, having a partner who's a doctor, I think this has really empowered me to speak up when it comes to medicine and doctors to not take a backseat with my health, uh, when it comes to dealing with doctors specifically. And I really think that it's so important to trust your medical professional, but not put all of your trust into the doctor to the point where you abandon your own intuition and anything that doesn't feel good. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. 
So historically, I, when I used to see doctors, I would describe my problem. They'd give me a medication out the door. I went, take the medication, you know, report back if things overall went well or not. I didn't really think about things like side effects or how that drug may interact with anything else that I was taking. You know, again, if a doctor prescribed a medication, I put my full trust in that doctor, took that medication and that's it. And I think that asking questions is something that I didn't really know that I could do, or maybe I felt too afraid to do it, that I might sound stupid, or it might kind of send the wrong message to the doctor that I don't trust them. I also didn't realize that there's so many options when it came to medications and procedures, and we have the ability to advocate for ourselves. But if we don't know the different avenues that we can take to advocate for ourselves, I think that's a lot harder. So that's really why I'm doing this episode because I want you to feel empowered with your health, regardless of if you're taking medication or not. I want you to use your voice in medical settings. There hundred percent will be another time in your life where you're in a medical setting and you can use your voice and you may feel fearful too. And I hope that this episode kind of reminds you that you have the right to ask questions. No question is a stupid question. You can decline things. You can try different things. And that's kind of what I want to get into in this next part of the episode. While I'm certainly very pro-medication, especially in the mental health space, I truly believe that every drug should be thought about being taken. And anytime something becomes commonplace to take it or just do it, we need to take a big step back. And I think this was really brought to light by the fact that I had an unmedicated birth by choice. However, <laughs> I come from a world where that is not commonplace. Everybody I know has an epidural and they don't even think about having an epidural. And it's just you know, the doctors say you want the epidural. Yes. And there's not a big conversation around it. And in really taking time in the past year to learn about epidurals and drugs and different things, I think that we're not really given all the information for a lot of things that we necessarily just do. And I want to just flag that really, hopefully, I hope this is coming through that whatever choice you make is your choice. And I stand behind that. But I think it's important to really understand what we're doing rather than allow these things to just be commonplace without really, you know, maybe we're given a brochure about these things, but we're not really having the big conversations. I think every drug, every medication should have a long conversation with you and your provider, with me and my provider, so that you really understand the side effects, the possible risks, the contraindications, all of that stuff. My own personal relationship with doctors and medicine is that I really look to my medical experts to guide me, but I know that I'm the expert of my own body. So I do trust my doctors, but it's up to me to really ask the critical questions and gut check so that I can make the best decisions for myself. And I hope to really just use my voice to empower all of you to advocate for yourself, to ask those questions in the hard settings and not be intimidated by doctors and instead really tune into your gut and advocate for yourself. So anyway, back to my story, I knew that in order for me to get back to me, the me that I love, the me that I'm proud of, the me that sees the world through a clear lens, I needed the assistance of medication. At this point in my life, I don't have an ongoing psychiatrist because I'm not on medication. Psychiatrists are doctors that handle the medication portion of things where a psychologist is usually talk therapy of some kind. So my psychologist recommended a psychiatrist, but it was our first time meeting each other and she was great. And because I've been successful on medications in the past, I simply just told her what had worked. I was 
really happy with my past use of medication and therefore didn't have any hesitant going back on. My memory was the, the medication just helped me period. And she said, that's, you know, still a really great drug. I recommend it in this dosage. So she called it in and I picked it up. And I do remember just taking a good look at the bottle and taking a moment for myself to just check in and be like, is this what you need right now? And it was so obvious to me that, that, the pills in the bottle were my life raft. And immediately upon taking them within a few days, actually, I felt the benefits and I felt my chemistry leveling out and I felt like me and it felt so, so, so good. They say that it takes two weeks for these types of medications to check in. But again, important to check in with yourself as an individual, because I noticed the changes within days. And it just felt so good to have my energy levels restoring, my brain fog lifting, feeling my neurons talking together. I was feeling just so excited about life and really enjoying being a mom and feeling like, yes, I can do this. And right as all those positive feelings were flooding my body, I also noticed that I had a mouthful of canker sores. I am predisposed to getting canker sores in my life when I am super stressed, sleep deprived, hormonal, or when my immune system is kind of like shot. I know that a lot of people are, but having a mouthful of them is probably the worst thing that could happen. Uh, you, you know, you can't talk, you can't eat, you can't drink water. It hurts to sleep. It hurts to breathe. So it really impacts life in a way that really doesn't work. And I just started to think like, what's going on that you have a mouthful of canker sores. I looked at my diet and, uh, the only new thing was the medication. And in that moment, a light bulb went off in my brain where I remembered the first year of going on this medication every single month for a year, I got a canker sore or two. And it was also the same time as I was doing my dietetic internship where I was sleep deprived and stressed. And I kind of just chalked it up to that and never made the association to the medication because I was on a prescribed medication. You know, I, my doctor prescribed it. I never thought this could be a side effect. It wasn't listed to me and I never made that association. So I you know, of course, went to the Googler and I Googled and it did say in a very small percent of people, this has been reported. While I can't say hundred percent, this was related. It really flagged to me how asleep I was the first time I was on this medication that I didn't even correlate the two because I blindly trusted medicine to solve my problems, not realizing that solving our problems, putting anything into our body can cause new problems. So I reached out to my doctor right away. And although she said that it's not common or even something she's ever had patients experiencing, it is listed as a side effect. And it was my choice or not if I wanted to continue taking them. And for me in that moment, my fear of my mouth sores worsening was way too high. And so I did stop taking them. That was a really hard decision because like I said, I was just starting to feel like me. So my point in sharing this is to remind you that medications do have side effects. So pay attention to any changes that happen as soon as you begin a medication Ask your doctors beforehand the potential common side effects before beginning so that you can kind of have your feelers and antennas up and recognize that if your drug is causing new problems that require more medications or more sort of problems down the line, it might be worth, again, assessing that initial drug that you're on. So looking back for me, when I was in my twenties, I was on a lot of different medications and I didn't realize how this chain of events kind of piled onto each other because I just 
kept seeing a new problem and then reaching for a medication, seeing a new problem and reaching for a medication. Before I knew it, I was in this cycle that I couldn't break, really dependent on a lot of different things that my young self didn't need. So that brings me to another point that I just want to call out in this episode, which is the belief that if a doctor prescribes it, it's okay. In my life, I've had lots of friends and family justify strange behaviors or things that they've done by saying, well, my doctor prescribed this medication. And I just want to call out here that just because a doctor prescribes a drug does not mean that you A, can't abuse it, or B, that it's 100% the right drug for you. Your doctor is there to assist you, but you need to be awake and communicate the side effects that are happening so that they can properly help you problem solve and provide new solutions until you find that right fit. So now I'm kind of looking at medication, especially in the mental health side of things from this really appreciative lens. Like we are so lucky to have medication, especially living in this modern, really difficult world, but also a more discerning one. I'm willing to try different medications and I recognize that there might not be a perfect solution here. Every time we put a pill into our body, we are changing the chemistry, but I need to find something that's going to work with my unique body. And that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. Started a new med and we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I'm not going to give any more updates on this. I think it would kind of just be needless and, and not the point. This is less about my own personal, you know, what I'm taking and more about the journey of being here and everything that I've learned so that in your mental health journey, you can feel more equipped than I was. Uh, my hindsight is 2020. So I want your foresight to be 2020. And I'm hopeful that I'm going to find a solution for me. Um, and I'm really proud of myself for waking up and living in this gray area during a time when there's so much noise about what's right to do and continuing to be my own best caretaker when all these decisions ultimately lie in my hands. So I want to thank you all for being part of my journey. I'm really excited that spring is coming. I am recording this on a cold day, but I know spring is right around the corner. And anybody that knows me knows that I thrive in the summertime. You get a much more fun version of Lisa. So I'm really excited for that to see the leaves on the trees, the sun beaming down, spend some time barefoot outside. I feel like a lot of my self-care toolbox takes place in nature and winter kind of hides my toolbox for me. <laughs> So thanks so much for listening and being here. I hope you all have a great week. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. 
To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.